Hi, I'm Miranda Wright with HOWC Ministries. To learn more about our ministries, please visit us online at heartofworshipchurch.com. Then Martha, as soon as she heard that Jesus was coming, went and met him. But Mary sat still in the house. Then said Martha unto Jesus, Lord, if thou would have been here, my brother would not have died. John chapter 11, verse 20 and 21. When calamity happens, the first response of the frightened, hurt, and unprepared is often to look for someone to blame. Anger and bitterness sets in against the guilty and disappointment against God. Martha's first words to Jesus as he approaches the tomb of Lazarus is to run to him and begin to blame him for Lazarus's passing as if he had missed something or not been where he ought to have been. Yet Mary sits still at home, patiently waiting in quiet strength of character until Jesus called for her. I tell you this, my friend, that in moments of crisis, most will respond like Martha did. God, where were you? Why didn't you stop this? If you had done this, or done that, then this would not have happened. It didn't need to happen. But the truth is that it did need to happen. And Jesus was absent for a reason, because that he knew that a bigger calamity was coming a little further down the road in the trauma of the crucifixion. And they needed to learn two very valuable lessons in this experience. The first being that if he seems to not be with them for a moment, then it's for a reason. So just keep waiting patiently in quiet faith like Mary, because he is coming back with power, resurrection, and victory. The second thing they needed to see was that he did indeed have power over death and the grave. These things were meant to give them faith to endure the greater trial of persecution that was coming shortly after this first one. A bit of a tremor before the earthquake to help them get their sea legs so they could stand through the more severe shaking that was coming. So what was the difference between Mary and Martha that caused Martha to be shaken into blaming and complaining while Mary sat quietly waiting? The answer can be found in a previous passage. In Luke chapter 10 verse 40, it says, But Martha was cumbered about much serving and came to him and said, Lord, dost thou not care that my sister hath left me to serve alone? Bid her, therefore, that she help me. And Jesus answered and said unto her, Martha, Martha, thou art careful and troubled about many things, but one thing 
is needful, and Mary hath chosen that good part which shall not be taken away from her. Luke chapter 10, verses 40 through 42. While Martha was busy with much doing, Mary was sitting at the feet of Jesus, listening, being spoken to by the Holy Spirit, given wisdom, revelation, no doubt warning and instruction, being strengthened, being reminded of his love and goodness. So that when the moment of crisis happened, she had something more than herself to draw from. Martha's much doing seemed humble in the good times, and Mary's quiet, open-eared waiting on the Lord might have seemed lazy. But when the calamity came, Martha, who was used to doing, didn't know what to do. So she started blaming again. All she had learned in her service to the king was how to blame others for not doing what she did. And when the shaking started, she turned that learned behavior toward Jesus. Yet Mary had learned what she needed. She had learned how to sit still and listen to Jesus, to wait for instructions, to love and to trust him, to draw from what he had already spoken until he came again, because surely he would, he would not leave her comfortless. This lesson was tested through the death and resurrection of her brother, Lazarus, and she passed it. So that when Jesus seemed to leave her again through the greater shaking of the crucifixion, Mary was the one found still waiting at the tomb. And for it, she got to be the first one to be sent with the message of the resurrection, the good news of the gospel of Jesus. Now was her time of going and of doing, and it was something no one ever expected to be entrusted, and it was something that no one ever expected to be entrusted to this lowly woman. But she had proven herself worthy in the waiting. She understood and had faith in it because that she had gotten all of the lessons and passed all of the test. She had endured all of the shaking so that she would not be shaken when her message was rejected. She had learned from Jesus personally and was ready for her part in his resurrection story. Later, others would emulate her as they sat quietly with strength of character in an upper room, praying and waiting in faith and anticipation. They had listened for 40 days sitting at the feet of Jesus after his resurrection. And now that he seemed absent for the moment, they didn't panic. They waited for him to return and comfort them. And faithful as he is, that is exactly what he did in the form of the Holy Spirit. Finally, we ourselves find ourselves in a moment of waiting. 
we can choose to be busy with much doing, like Martha. Or we can choose to sit at the feet of Jesus and be strengthened for our moment of crisis. Because that there are things coming upon the earth that will shake even the most dedicated Marthas who have not taken the time to hear the Lord's warnings, wisdom, teachings, and promises to them personally. And there are smaller Lazarus calamities that are coming to test the Marys. Trust in what he has spoken to you in the waiting. Don't start blaming him for being absent in the crisis. He is setting the stage to teach us something that will prepare us for the greater trial that is coming. Things will only get more difficult and shaky as the day of the Lord approaches. So how do you get ready for it? You do what Mary did. You put aside your busyness and you sit at the feet of Jesus and be strengthened as you hear from and learn from him. Because to know him is to know that he will not leave you comfortless. To know him is to know that no matter what it looks like in the moment, he has a reason, a plan, and a purpose, and it is for the good of others. To know him is to know that he is never absent from your suffering and that he weeps with you at your Lazarus's tomb experience even when he needs you to go through something and knows that he will resurrect you in the end to fix everything that is happening. To know him is to know that he loves you and is trusting you with trials of great reward that will help others to endure when things get really hard. To know him is to know that he is coming again. To know him is to know that there is no reason to blame him or to complain to him or to be disappointed in him, only to wait on him to come in power and in resurrection. Because more sure than the sun rises, he is coming. Even though sorrow may last the night, joy comes in the morning. Even Jesus had to sit and pray and listen in order to be strengthened in his own garden of Gethsemane. He himself is no stranger to this. He understands it. That's why he wept with them. He is not untouched by the feelings of our infirmities. Therefore, does he instruct us to do as even he himself did, knowing that calamity is coming? His disciples were warned that night to pray at least one hour with him or else they would fall into temptation. They fell asleep while he was being strengthened and being woken from that sleep in a suddenly, they were caught unaware and reacted like Martha. They panicked and were shaken. They lost faith for a moment. But Mary waited prayed and got into position even though she didn't fully understand what was happening and for that she was ready to be used at the moment of his resurrection the greatest moment in history was granted to the most unlikely 
Oh, when Jesus appeared and said, go tell them that I am not dead, that I have not abandoned them. I have not misled them. I told them that this would happen. They don't understand it right now, but there is a reason for all of this. Go tell them that I am coming, and when I do, I will explain it. I am doing something. Have faith. I will finish what I started. Keep waiting. Oh, that message that he gave to Mary that day, my friend, he gives it to us to relate to the saints because he is coming again. In John chapter 20, verse 10, it says, And then the disciples went away again unto their own homes, but Mary stood without at the sepulcher weeping, and as she wept, she stooped down and looked into the sepulcher. She never left him, because she had faith that he never truly left her. Oh, Lord, let us take time to sit at your feet, to learn your word, to listen intently, to be filled with your teaching, your promises, and your spirit, to be strengthened for the time of crisis. Oh, Lord, when things happen in a suddenly, when emotions come flooding, it's so hard to stop and to hear sometimes in all of the noise and the chaos and the sea of other voices. Oh, but Lord, when we have sat and heard from you already, when we can look back to what you said in the past, when you told us that this was going to happen and you said, this is how I need you to react then we can have faith and confidence in that, knowing that it's not something of our flesh or it's not a reaction, it's not our fear or emotions, but this is a true instruction from the Lord and the Holy Spirit. He gave it to me before the time appointed. He knew when I needed to hear it. He rose early. He sent his word. He hid it in my heart and gave me the Holy Spirit to retrieve it when I most needed it. Oh, Lord, let us worship you and not the things that we do. Yes, there are times when you call us to move. There was a time for Mary to get up and to go and to preach that message, but not until it was fully manifested. Oh, Lord, let us not get ahead of your process. Give us faith, patience, and endurance. Let us be long-suffering and humble and sit at your feet to be willing to learn how to let you lead because you're the one doing the work of the kingdom. We are but part of your body assisting. Let us not try to do something in our flesh or apart from your purposes for that will all come falling down in the crisis that is coming upon all of the world. But what you do will last through to New Jerusalem and beyond forevermore because faithful and true and unfailing is our Lord. This message was brought to you by HOWC Ministries. To learn more about our ministries, please visit us online at heartofworshipchurch.com.